The Pond Stevenson Show, pondstevenson.com, episode 304, Sunday, August 4th, 2020. This is The Pond Stevenson Show, pondstevenson.com, episode 304. I am Rob, you are Greg. Yes! And I have taken off the mask. Ah! To record. We're still alive. To record. We're still alive. We're hanging in there. Still, uh, the, the global pandemic, coronavirus, COVID nineteen. We finally got some baseball, though. So there's some baseball. Baseball's back. Yeah. Basketball. <laughs> no, not basketball. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. I don't know when oh, is it well. going to end. And the, the numbers go down. They go back up. States open. States reclose. The companies haven't opened back up yet. I can't. I'm out of work. I get, what is going on? When am I going to be able to get a job again? <laughs> it's bad, man. It's bad. What am I going to do? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Me neither. It's uh, it's a pretty bad situation, and it probably will only get worse uh, before it gets better. Because why? Uh, well, I mean, you know, we we have idiots in the, <laughs> in the government, oh, and in the population. Like, I'm not gonna well, wear a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. It's my civil liberty. Stop telling me what to do. Well, you have to wear clothes, and and oh, okay, I'll wear clothes. Well, okay, you no. go to you go to a store. You have to wait in line. To, okay, I'll wait in line. You have to wear. Mm. I'm not gonna wear a mask. Mm. Like why not? What's the difference? You're waiting in line. You got to wear clothes. You got to do. What's the difference? I don't know. What's wrong with these people? It's very bad. Jeez. Tell you, round them all up and just put them on a shuttle. And, and I don't know. Like, what, what do we do? Put them on the SpaceX. What do we do with with people who just are just? Uh, I don't even know what to call them. It's just. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. We're outnumbered. We're screwed. Well, on that on that light note. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, in uh, look, I know this is the Paul Stevenson show. If there's even anybody left listening at this point, you're coming here to get humor and pop culture and the funny Stan Lee voice and Dr. Phil. And I, I know that. I know that. But just for a minute, look, part of pop culture, sometimes there's serious things. What the heck is going on in in Portland, Oregon now with uh, with these <laughs> these uh, mystery soldiers just grabbing yeah. people off the street and and throwing them into unmarked cars and driving away and what is what what, ah, what is going on? I don't know, man. It's like uh, twelve monkeys out here. It's twelve monkeys. Should we have anybody that can report for us uh, from Portland, Oregon? Where's uh, Esteban these days? I don't know. Yeah, wait, where is he? Didn't he move? Idaho somewhere? or Tacoma? I think he's up in Tacoma. Uh, I just, it's very, um, I have to stop watching the news. I, I had to stop yeah, it's because it's it just me, it's just overwhelming me with anger and 
Well, I just think, you know, the most ridiculous is you've got the coronavirus and you've got the economic calamity as a result. And then you've got the Black Lives Matter protests. For equality. For equality. Yeah. And then you have this bizarre thing where people on both sides, far left, far right, are fighting over statues. <laughs> this is, I mean, th- 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 I mean, what planet are these people on? Well, there's it's a, a weird... block of concrete. I know, but but Who but cares? but no, I have to point something out though. A very weird, bad thing happened. <clears throat> so, a group of people toppled over a statue, right? One of many statues. But a group of people toppled and destroyed a statue. Yeah. And uh, you, you know how you have all these people posting online like, like, hey, stop trying to erase history. You can't erase history. These people are trying to erase history. Which, by the well, way, uh, by the way, uh, society has been erasing history since the beginning of history. But so anyway, a bad thing happened where these people, one of the statues, they they toppled it over, they destroyed it. And now we have no idea who won the Revolutionary War. It's it's been erased. Ah, We don't know anymore. It's gone. It's It's, it's it's erased. We don't know. It's sort of like, oh, you know what it might be? It might be, you know, that time where we bent, when Paunch Stevenson went back in time and and killed George Washington. (laughs) Paunch in time. That the timeline, space-time, has caught up. And the bubble has caught up now, and now there's no revolutionary war. Well, no, no, there was. We just don't know who won because it's been right. erased from history. So, Or it's it's sort of like, it's like an episode of my favorite all-time show, Sliders. <laughs> so now in this dimension, you know, the British have won the revolutionary war or something, or whatever. It's, well, no, but, but no, my point is we don't know because it's been erased. Ah. We don't know. It's like every time a statue gets vandalized, right? Marty McFly turns more transparent. <gasps> right, yes. Doc! Doc Einstein! Doc! No, this is heavy. Uh, <laughs> anyway. No, I'm being, no, obviously, it's, it's I'm sort, being sarcastic. Obviously. It's like in the Planet of the Apes, you know, the, the, the big thing, the big, you know, point to remember in Planet of the Apes was that the Statue of Liberty was blown up. And, da- and with it went society. Mm. You blew it up! Oh. <laughs> At this point... Damn you are to hell! At this point, uh, it has not been physically blown up, but metaphorically or figuratively it's been it's been compl- it's been blown up to, to 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 dust at this point well technically it just reopened <laughs> no but but you know what i'm saying figuratively yes yes because you have these dummies who are screaming close the borders get these illegals out and get the illegal the illegal the illegal i'm a patriot i'm an american get these illegals out of i'm a real american Me- yeah, oh, meanwhile the- meanwhile they're in they're in like like vermont driving around with a confederate flag well Dave. but oh you're the real american i i would think that the real american would remember 
what it says at the bottom of the Statue of Liberty, give me, give me your tired, give me your poor, come, we with open arms, we embrace you, come, this is the, no, no. It's, it's, oh, I got my, my family got ours, so close the borders now. Who cares about all the other immigrants? We're, we're comfortable now, so that's it. We're done. No more immigrants, because I, I got what I wanted, so now no more immigrants. But it doesn't have much to do with the statues. I don't, it's just. The statues are coming down. And then it's funny, it's like. Who cares about a statue? It's a stupid statue. Who cares? Take them up, you know, put them down. Like, with, take them down. Like on take this, on this, what, this, what, on this, uh, this Facebook group for our hometown. Oh, jeez. There was like some demonstration, whatever, and then like <laughs> this one big old fat guy was caught on video, like screaming and cursing at these people, mostly high school kids. Yeah, the N word. Uh, yeah, and and then, <laughs> and then they was somebody went on Yelp and like destroyed this guy's business, which was the Rosebud delicatessen candy yeah. store which in, you know we used to go to in, in Belleville, elementary new school belleville new jersey and so all these people were like no this isn't fair you know you can't do this to him and i'm like well you know not for nothing but he went on vi- he's on video screaming at the same kids who are gonna be going into his store to buy candy right not dummy. exactly a, a smart big dummy but I will say, I am not a fan of cancel culture. I think cancel culture is as destructive as anything else. I mean, it's, it's mm. everything is out of control at this point. Basically... Well, cancel us! I don't care. Cancel us from what? <laughs> I don't care. We're already cause... canceled. <laughs> We're like Rocky Balboa and Rocky Five. <laughs> uh, oh, oh uh, you're uh, Touchman Asu. Come on, punk, touch me now, Sue. Fool me for what? You know, that's how it is. But it's just, it's out of control. It's like every every little thing that happens immediately, cancel. The mob, here comes the mob. Get him, get him. So you have this mob of people with the guns that, you know, that are storming the, the state capitals. You got the mob of people knocking down statues. You have the internet mob of people destroying companies and and uh, people's uh, careers, and it just it, it's it's nonsense, crazy. And all the all the while, all of the while, you have all these maniacs going on, and then you have people having street parties and house parties, giving co- coronavirus to each other, people right. dying from it. Coronavirus, like coronavirus parties. It's it's ah! dummies. Big dummies, but but at, you know, with all the canceling and uh, oh, that person you know said uh, said a bad thing. Forget them now; they're done. That person said a bad thing. Forget them now; they're done. Out of all that, Doctor Phil has not been canceled. <laughs> I know you do not cancel Doctor. Well, the thing Phil. with Doctor Phil, the thing with Doctor Phil is. He's like always in the middle of it, so he's never like really like on the one side or the other. Yeah, well, wait, yeah, he's, he's had scandals. Where's Doctor Phil in all this? He where he has to get on TV to what you gotta do. Every all you day. people, all you people, protecting Confederate statues. Uh, go back home, put your masks on. 
and play tennis like me. Eat my health bars. Oh. Well, think about it. One of the people they were trying to cancel there for a while was Howard Stern. Yeah. Because Howard Stern did, you know, back, so back in the early 90s, Howard Stern had that e-show that he had. But then he would also do pay-per-views. He would do this New Year's Eve pay-per-view show. That was just insane. It was like a roast kind well, of thing. It was like a variety a of, show. Yeah, he did a lot of pay-per-view show. He had the Channel 9 WWOR show. He, well, that was a disaster. Radio but anyway, show. He, he would do this this <laughs> new Howard Stern like New Year's Eve was a pay-per-view, but like people would buy it because there was nudity. It was just it was insane. It was right. It was craziness. silly, raunchy, absurd. So he would do these, you know, bits. And then, so at one where we, you know, we talked about the beginning of the, very early in the Paul Stevenson show was when when Ted Danson appeared at a roast uh, when he was dating Whoopi Goldberg and he appeared in blackface. Yes, and we and, like Ted know, Danson. It, it, that didn't right? go over too we well. We like Ted Danson. Right. We're fans. It didn't go over too well. So at the time, you know, he was getting made fun of for doing that all over the place. So so. Howard Stern did a bit on one of these shows where he was in blackface, dressed, you know, as Ted Danson, and he had uh, Sherman uh, Hemsley. Yes, he had the great, uh, uh, you know, uh, George Jefferson, Sherman Hemsley, as dressed up as Whoopi. Right. And so he kept like, you know, in the in the he kept like going off and and doing all the it was. I gotta be I'll be honest, it was very funny, you know. Back then people of all races would have watched that Howard Stern bit and laughed. Well it was topical, right? I'm not listen, I'm not saying right. But as, one as, of the, the problem was <laughs> Wait, hold on. The problem as, was as he a used middle... the, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. He used the N word about forty five times during this bit. <laughs> right. Which again in nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety four, people did. You know, for comedic effect, I well, guess, if I you want to say. Or, <laughs> I mean, we didn't, but... Real, no, not us, but... <laughs> Howard uh, Stern did. I'm just saying, so... <laughs> I, the problem... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going on record as, like, I am not defending the use of the N-word in any decade. I just want I'm that not to be either. clear. I am, I am very against that, but I, go I am on, not go either. On. So, the problem was that Stern went on The View at some point... And they asked him, did you ever use the N-word? He goes, no, no, I, I never used the N-word, no, no. Right. So, but, but yeah, he did. And and so the funny thing was, you know, they all, came, people came out like, oh, cancel Howard Stern. Blah, blah, blah. Like, this was some new thing. The videos of him doing this, the videos on YouTube are like 20 years old. I mean, this is another thing, nobody knew this. But the, the my point being... They'll never cancel, cancel Howard Stern because he is basically like serious radio at this point. Like he he right. is serious radio. The guy has so much money. He has like owned so many shares in the company. They can't get rid of him. You can get a CEO fired. You can get people people have been getting fired left and right because they've been caught on on video. Uh, cursing and and swearing at uh, like Black Lives Matter protesters, right? And which again to me is the stupid. You see the person; it's not like it's a hidden video. They got a giant. Nobody has a small cell phone anymore. These things are giant. So somebody's holding a pop tart sized cell phone, <laughs> stare. It, it, it's pointed right at you with the camera. 
Right. And you go into the camera and you say the N word and give and say you know uh, cursing at them and, and giving them the middle finger and you know you don't think that's going to go somewhere on the internet? Someone's going to see it? You don't all think? Of, I know all of the Karens who are who are you know oh, I'm in the Karen. Party. I'm in the Karen. Pa- I'm in the that party. was all of our money, Karen. I don't know what that is. Goodfellas. But like, oh, I'm calling 911 because I'm in the park and there's a black man. Jeff Conway. And I'm pretending that he's a, yes, police, he's attacking me. He's <laughs> he's, yeah, wow. he's hitting me with a bat and, a, and threatening my life. And, and and the black person just like, no, I'm not. And it's like, but, well, that, and even but, that but guy recording, was... recording the woman, to, and not just one woman, but many, many people doing these things, like you said, yeah. on video. It goes viral. They get fired, and then of course, here they trot out the the tired old, same old, worn out, phony apology. Where it's like, I'm very sorry if you were offended. I'm not racist. That's not who I am, and I'm gonna work on myself. Like, what what is all of this? I'm gonna work on myself. Like, when did this start happening? Was like. I'm gonna I'm gonna seek counseling and work on myself. Like, no, you're not. Don't lie. Again, what are you lying for? You're already <laughs> fired, so you might as well just tell the truth. Right. Yeah. But I want to say that I, I'm not telling these Karen people. You might as well tell the truth because I like. No, I, I'm saying I I don't like it. But if you're gonna be a racist, at least own up to it and like don't chicken out and be like. I'm only a racist when the cameras aren't rolling. No, show us who the racists are. Like, why not look, own it? If, if you believe in most, racism, look, why not most own pe- it? Most people, in some way, one way or another, are racist. It's the way it is. So, there's not much you could do about that. But, uh, th- listen, uh, in there, terms there's, of the human condition. I know, but there's much. a difference between. Let's say someone like us, someone like me, because I, I I won't put words in your mouth. Someone like me who grew up in a lower class white town, who uh, you know, j- just growing up around certain views of minority people, and throughout my life, and like I'm a child, so I just go along with these things. I don't know any better. I go along with these things, and then throughout my life as an adult, I'm I'm in my twenties now. I'm in my thirties. I'm in my forties, living in New York City, working in New York City, meeting all different kinds of people and gay people, mostly black insane, people, insane, sane, whatever, all different kinds of people, and having to shed those. Those uh, the the culture that I grew up in from our town, and and evolve as a person, so that now now I'm not racist, I'm not homophobic, I, I've I've evolved and and become enlightened and and you know and there's still more evolution that I'm going to do, there's still more enlightenment that I'm going to achieve and whatever, but there's a difference between being poisoned by racism, but then evolving and 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 getting rid of the poison versus like these people who are racists like you are not a racist but maybe you grew up in an area where there's certain common beliefs and 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 you have to shake those beliefs off 
that doesn't make you a racist. You were poisoned by racism, but you're not a well, some racist. Of it, These you know, people some of, on video are racist. I, you know, some of it, most of the time, it's just ignorance. You know, people are ignorant. And, and that's sort of, unfortunately, where, you know, where we've gone as a society a lot of times is, you know, you don't know any better. You, you, you've heard all these old tropes and things like that, and you just believe them. And some of it is fear, you know, and things like that. But it's, it's, it's unfortunate. But I, I think at one point, uh, at some point, we will have, we will move past that. But maybe not. The other thing is, um, I don't know. It, it, it's just weird to like, I know part of my problem is I go on Facebook or I go on Twitter <laughs> and it's like, well, stop doing that. But I, you know, if I go on Facebook and I see people who I know in real life, seeing them post certain things and, and, and defending certain viewpoints. And I'm like, what, what, are you kidding me? Like, are you're defending? Well, just... Like, I know you, how are you defending this crazy belief, this racist stuff or it's beyond, but it goes beyond racism. And so you have like you, when the people that don't believe that this COVID-19 is a problem, well, that too, they don't believe they don't believe that there should be um, businesses closed or, or anything like that. They just don't believe it. And they ignore science. And they don't believe in, you know, they think global warming is a hoax. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to I mean, What can you say? But the other you know, thing. What, what can you say? Nothing. When, nothing. You can't say anything. You can't change these people's mind because. What and do as I, I said, I, I, as I wrote it, it to you. And other people, I said, basically, we've gotten to the point where years ago, before the Internet and social media, you had learned people, people who actually studied certain things. But Intellectuals, right? Intellectuals. But it wasn't just, no, but not just, I don't want to say intellectuals, because intellectuals would seem, would be like, you know, like people who actually went to college for a number of years. But there, there was other ways, you know, there was ways, other ways to be learned, you know, for instance, you know, one of my grandfathers quit high school. He never got past that. But I would call him, I would say he was a learned person. He read books, things like that. He knew a lot about a lot of things because he was, he sought out the knowledge. So there's, there were learned people and then there were people who just kind of went along. And yeah, they had, you know, their parochial beliefs and, and ignorant beliefs and things like that. But beyond that, it was just sort of like they had these, you know, sort of these traditional kind of folksy beliefs about things. But they would just kind of, you know, when people would say, well, you know, this is what it's really, you know, this is what the real science is. They would just kind of be like, eh, you know, well, eh, no, that's not what we feel down here. Whatever. <laughs> and so you had these two, you had these two segments of society. And now what you have is it's been splintered to where the learned people has actually increased because you can go on the internet and fi and learn things. But you have this, uh, the other side is really bad because now the other side is splintered and you have people who don't know anything or care about anything 
who just, I mean, these people are like brainless. They're just going on with society. And then you have this other segment, which is the real bad one, is the people who used to be a skeptic and, and ignorant about all kinds of things, but now they have connected with each other. Right. And so now they form this massive, you know, uh, this you know thing that's just composed of conspiracies and stupidity and, and everything, and it's just there's no end to it. Right, so maybe before, maybe however many decades ago, you had ignorant, racist, dumb, crazy people. But it's like, all right, but but they're they're only affecting their block, right? Their neighborhood. But now well, they're all somewhat. You know what I mean? But now they're all connected, and it's like now there's a whole network. They're all good. They're networking. But but the problem is, see, here's the thing. You say racist. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about other things. So no, I'm no, no, talking no. About... I, I know, but I'm I'm saying all of those things. The cra- the crackpots, the but crazy racism. The the problem is racism is just as prevalent. Bigotry is just as prevalent amongst learned people as as anybody else. I mean, just because you you know a lot and you've gone to and you, you you're well educated, you can easily be a bigot. And history has proven that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're there's right. You're right. because you get something from it. Here's the reality. The reality is, if you look at history, you got something from it. You know, the pe- the white people in the South who supported Jim Crow got something from it. They kept an entire minority of people downtrodden. They felt yeah, but, as if they got something. But from what it. do you get? They got from power. That. What do you get? You but, get but power. power over some some toothless hillbilly, you know, in in a trailer down it's in Alabama. It's not toothless, but it's not toothless. like oh, I have power over you. It's like what power? You're 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 living in a in a tra- you're living in a van down by the river. <laughs> what power do you possibly have? You because, wake up and go to work at the gas station every day, just like everyone because else. You're you making no the problem power. is the problem is you're making the wrong assumption. You're thinking about the, you're you're thinking about the impov- the poor people, whatever. Just as, you know, who in reality get just as screwed over as any other minority. I know that's who you're thinking about, which is a problem. But what I'm saying is the real issue systemically have been people at the top who have bigotries. They're the they are the real problem, and a lot of them are not simply conservatives. Many of whom are, have, are you could consider liberal over the years, and and that's where it is, and and so you have that's where the systemic, like for instance, if you were African American, you tried to buy a house in the nineteen fifties or sixties or the seventies in in anywhere in the Northeast, couldn't do it, could not do, could not get a loan. Why? Because the banks, not just the individual loan officers, the banks themselves did not want them there. So it was their bigotry at the top. These are very rich millionaire people. They were the they were the, the start of it all. And so what I'm saying now is you have this situation where you have that still goes on, but then you have this this kookiness that comes out of the way on the left, which is, you know, they have they've gone well beyond fighting for uh, equality and they've gone into this this all of this other realm that is lunacy, which is the cancel culture, which is the point where they're they're just out there like I mean these people are like remember we went to Salem 
Massachusetts, we were kids. Of course, we the, thought it was hilarious. The that witch had witches. hunt, yeah, witch trial. But let me tell you, that was that was the norm for human society, particularly European society, for a, a thousand years, maybe longer. Was that people were concerned? Oh, you didn't like you didn't like this person? Call him a witch, man and woman, witch, burn the whole family, dead. That's that's what happened, and, and so happened. but. And that's what you have happening now. Oh, this per I didn't like what he said. I'm going to get everybody I know. Kill them. Destroy them. I know my video has gone out, but keep going. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, maybe my, did my phone... Oh, my phone died. Ah. Oh, well. well I don't need my video anyway. Um, I, I say we cut all that out. <laughs> why? I don't know. Because we're middle-aged white guys. What, who are we? But I don't think... But I mean... We're <laughs> just we saying... Say? We're just... All I, we're saying uh, is... We're not saying anything... I don't think controversial. This is, this is all I'm saying is... There are people in my... I, I've overcome... Um, the poison. And... Other people on Facebook who I'm connected to have not. So, so many have, and I'm very proud. You and other other people, you know, we we stick together, and yes, everybody should be equal. And let's, well, let's... because again, on social media, like I said, you can find like-minded people in like-minded areas to cohabitate. I know, and you can say idiotic things and share stupid memes. And, and things like that. And, you know, there's no penalty to that. There's no penalty to for posting a, a, an article that has no facts in it. <laughs> I know. Well, at first, when some of my relatives or friends were posting articles like that, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm scratching my head. I'm looking at this article. I'm like, that doesn't sound right to me. Let me take about four seconds and Google it. And just see, type it in, did blah, 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 uh, uh, hoax, okay. Take the Snopes link or the newspaper link, put a comment, hey, I don't mean to embarrass you. I, I just, I, I want to save you some embarrassment. This is actually a hoax. It took me four seconds to Google it. Oh, okay, thank you so much. They take it down. An hour later, there's some other idiotic nonsense hoax link that they put. I'm like, why do you keep? posting just stop just look it up first like you're a grown adult just look it up how, how are you not looking things up it takes they're eight not, seconds but, but they're not interested for that four thousandth time they're not interested in the truth i know they're interested in something that looks like the truth that fits their narrative that's that's what it's come down to so how come i'm so obsessed with wanting to like i'm the kind of person Please tell me the truth, because if I'm living my life believing this phony baloney lie nonsense, tell me the truth now so that I don't find out 10 years from now, and, and then I feel like an idiot because I've been living a lie. I want to know the truth. How are people uh, not like that? Is there something weird about me that I want to know the truth? You know, again, these are people that they grew up in, like you said, they grew up in environments where they had certain, they have a certain belief system. And what's changing 
in society, it doesn't fit their beliefs and it doesn't fit their, it's not morality. It's just, you know, what they think about things. It's just, you know, that's what it comes down to. Moving on. No, but wait, please. hold on, hold on. One, uh, one sec, one sec. So, so number one, I'm just saying if I grew up hypothetically, right? Cause this uh, hypothetically, I'm pretending for an example if I grew up believing uh, all tall people are evil devil worshippers, my whole life, I grew up in, in, in my whole town and my, in my state and everything, tall people are devil worshippers. They're evil. And then as an adult, like, I want someone to show me the truth. Like, like if someone shows me the truth, like, actually, these tall people are very nice and they do very helpful things for society, but... Why would I want to block that out? Like, no, get out of here. They're devil worship. Like, oh, really? Oh, tell me more about this because I don't want to keep living a lie like a fool. I don't want to, I don't want to, like, feel foolish. I don't it's, know. It's like believing in Santa Claus when you're 50 years old and, 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 and like, please somebody tell me the truth so that I don't keep walking around, you know, getting laughed at. Oh, there goes the idiot who keeps believing tall people are devil worshippers. Like, somebody tell me the truth. Why do people want to keep believing lies? I can't, my brain, I can't relate to it. I I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. There's nothing. I know. There's nothing. You can't change people. Moving but anyway, on! But, but I, I know, I know. But I uh. just want to say... We believe, you and I believe in equality. We believe I, the children are our future. I know that we're two middle-aged white guys, but and, and we're just pontificating or whatever. But we I don't do, like that word, middle-aged. Well, we are. What are we? we Damn are. it! But, <laughs> but we do believe in equality. We do love all kinds of people, and, and we want everyone to have the same freedoms and equality and equal rights and immigrants and and uh again i don't want to put words in your mouth but i'm like except yeah, let, for michael bay let people in and 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 just just let let just love each other let's just love each other care for each other no take care love your neighbors love the people help help those who are being oppressed help those who are sick help those who are less fortunate what is the problem and anyway, I just wanted to say that for the record. That's what we believe in. <laughs> Seriously, that's what we believe in. And 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 now we can move on. Now moving on to a very kind and noble gentleman. <laughs> in our a return of an old segment, the old jingle of the episode. <laughs> hey Greg, do you know what it's time for? It's time for Jingle of the Episode. <laughs> no. no. Yes. No. Bill no. Cosby. After I just said that, we can't have it's, a, 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 a... It's Cosby. But he's a serial bad person. I know, but he, he had a funny song. Okay. Oh, no. So what, is it Bill Cosby put out an album of Beatles songs? What, what is this? I don't know. It was, I don't know, actually. I yeah, listen to it. Just the one song. It was a Beatles song, wasn't it? it well, it was his version of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts oh. Club Band. What did it sound like? It was, it would sound like him. 
What was he singing, or was it like Sergeant Shacker? Pepper? That was twenty years ago today. Sergeant Pepper <laughs> taught the band to play Theo. <laughs> I know he should have. He should have done an album with William Shatner. Maybe he will someday. I don't care. You can play it, whatever. But just again, we don't condone his. We're not worshiping Bill Cosby. It's just fun. No, of course not. From from many many decades ago. Yeah, that's right. All that's good. It was twenty years ago today. A Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play, and they've been going in and out of style. But they're guaranteed to raise a smile. So may I introduce to you the act you've known for all these years, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Sing it, children. With Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Sit back and let the evening go Boys Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club So speaking of uh, YouTube, as we bounce around here, um, as I'm sure you didn't watch anything I've sent you, uh, you know, one of the things I do, I've said this before, is I'll go on YouTube and, you know, if I want to hear like a classic rock song, I'll hear it and then I'll like immediately go looking for like cover versions. So somehow in, in this, you know, down this rabbit hole I went... Um, I came up to this 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 phenomenon, which is you know greatly uh, enhanced in the pandemic, as these reaction videos. Can so I, like can years I just ago, say one, can I just say one? yes? I'm <laughs> I'm looking at the Bill Cosby album, yes, which was released in 1968. <laughs> Again, we're not condoning Bill Cosby, but no, yellow. Uh, it's called Bill Cosby Sings Hooray for the Salvation Army Band. I don't know what that means, but whatever. So he does a cover version of Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, which we played a clip of. Mm. He also, I'm looking at the track list, he also does a cover of I Can't Get No Satisfaction. 
<laughs> well, I can't get no satisfaction unless you're drugged out on the bed. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. We're going to be canceled. Canceled. Oh, my goodness. All right. Anyway, so, so what yeah. A so, terrible, what a terrible guy, Bill Cosby. Well, he, he, he turned... See, again, here's an example. But he was always I, terrible. He just didn't know. I know. And that's a, that goes back to what I was saying a few minutes ago about... Here's someone I grew up with. I loved his comedy. I loved his TV show. He was the family nice guy, whatever. But if he's doing bad things, I want to know about it. I don't... No, not him. No, he's the nice guy. <laughs> he did bad things. Oh, well, then I guess I'm I'm not watching his show anymore. There goes that. I, I want to know the truth. Like so Michael I'm, Jackson. You want to know the truth. Like Michael Jackson. I don't know if we'll ever know the truth about that, but... <laughs> Um, but anyway, and then all this, uh, all this, like, island, uh, the guy in jail stuff. Oh, uh, Epstein. Well, he's Epstein dead. Epstein, and, uh, my good, my goodness. <laughs> but anyway, reaction videos. <laughs> so, you know, years ago, they, they started doing these reaction videos where, like, they'd have, like, 13, 14-year-old kids trying to play, like, Atari. Right. Yeah, I've seen those, yeah. And at the time, I, I kind of watched them, and I was like, eh, these are kind of funny, but I think they're they're phony. Well, they're actors. The, 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 the teenagers who they hire are, are child actors. Yeah, exactly. So it's phony. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so I, you know, I went down this rabbit hole, and I found a bunch. This happens a lot, apparently. A lot of, so basically what it is, it's a lot of, like, um... It's younger people. They're probably in their tw late early twenties, things like that. And uh, a lot of them are 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 are, um, are black women, actually. And so what they do is they listen to a classic rock song and they react to it. You see them like really getting into it. And and, and as a viewer, you're you're like, wow, you know, you you know, just somebody that loves these songs. And and I mean, when I I don't know when I heard them all first, you know, I mean. You know, we grew up in, you know, in a, I mean, the way I grew up, same, same as you. I mean, you you were in your parents' car. They turned on the FM radio. You heard the songs. Right. You know, I mean, they were just ubiquitous. Right. So, like, these, you know, these people are, are listening to these songs, and they're, like, getting really into it. I'm like, wow, this is, this is really cool. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah, this is legit. And then they start talking about the songs. And this is where they kind of lose me. And I'm not saying that they're phony, but their motivation and and their reaction to the music is not what like a music fan like me or you would would do. So like like for instance, if you listen to uh, Rolling Stones song, we just made fun of "Can't Get No Satisfaction." You listen to that song, you care about. The vocals, you care about the music, things like... You don't care about the lyrics. I don't. Right? <laughs> like, who cares about the lyrics? I mean, you're, you're, you're Beatles, you know, you're Mr. Beatles. You probably can, can like, one of the big things with Beatles fans is they, they like to delve into the song lyrics, but not to, to get some dumb, like, societal message... It's to figure out, like, what were these guys talking... Like, first of all, what, what drugs were they taking when they made these songs? <laughs> and then, it's like, what were they actually talking about? Like, a lot of... You know, there's, like, all these hidden... Not hidden messages, but, like, 
like hidden stories and things like that. You're like, oh, well, did they really mean like? Listen, most classic rock songs are about women, and you're like, well, what? I wonder what. Like, what Billy Joel wrote this song? Who's he talking about? Is he talking about Christy Brinkley? Is he talking about this girl? You know that that's kind of the fun in it. But what these people are doing, particularly these women, they're taking, <laughs> they're literally taking the lyrics seriously like literally like they're like going to this whole like like really like collegiate explanation and and <laughs> and like breakdown of the lyrics and i'm like i'm sitting there like one of one of them is is a, like a, a whole and oats song and this one woman um is going it's uh you know I'm, you make my dreams a whole and oats and she's going through this whole like description of it and i'm sitting there and i'm like ah like like, I don't think about any of this when I'm listening to this song because it's a song. Right. So it, it's it's funny in that I so I want, it, but my point being, I initially started watching these these reaction videos, and after you know like, as there's as the song's going on, I'm like, wow, yeah, you know, I love the fact that they're getting into it. And I was taking them seriously, and I'm not saying that they're phony, but then after I watched them all, I, I realized, oh wait a minute. The videos are like 12 minutes long. The song's like three minutes. What the hell else are they saying? And then I actually wound up watching the rest of some of their videos. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is, you're like nerds or something. There's, you don't, all this thought isn't supposed to go into a, into a, a rock song. You don't think about it like this. <laughs> well, <clears throat> Some of the ones that I've watched, maybe um, old video game machines or old computers or an old cassette tape, like an audio cassette tape or an old TV. It's like, like, hey, what's this? And, and it'll Ugh. just be on the table. It's like, I don't know. It's like a piece of plastic thing. Ugh. A black ribbon inside of it that goes from one end to the other. Like, that's what music used to come on. Like... <laughs> really how do you get the, and then they're like how do you think you hear the music what do you think you have to do and they're like i well, don't those know are phony. it's like well here's a machine how do you think that that how do you think you put the cassette tape in the machine and they're all like and i'm like come on how do you i know that this is old technology but like it's not that old that that it's like been wiped off the face of the earth or or our culture like you know how to use a cassette tape or a, or a floppy disk. Well, though again, those are done for some kind of dumb comedic effect. So that's why I think those are phony. Whereas these other ones are they're not done for comedy. They're actually like supposed to I guess they're, they're I mean they're they're reviewing the songs. They're reviewing the songs the way you would review a, a book or a TV show <laughs> or a movie or something like that. I just Right. I don't have a problem with their technique. I'm just like, you're you're supposedly hearing this song for the first time, and then and this is what you're thinking about as all as the lyrics. Well, and, and especially like, you know, in like in in such depth and and eloquence, yeah, like no. like oh, you you heard um, I want to hold your hand for the very first time in your life. <laughs> you're not <laughs> gonna go. Nothing. 
Well, yeah, and, and, and you're not going to then be able to instantly turn around and write a four-page essay about a three-minute <laughs> song you just heard for the first time. You're going to have to listen to it again and think about it and talk to your friends. Or what does this mean? Yeah. I know. It, I know. It's, it's entertainment. It's fine. It's just I, I, I just was I was kind of disappointed um, once, you know. I was disappointed once I started actually like like looking at it. I was like, ah, and then it kind of, and I it kind of soured me on the whole thing. Well, that channel has millions of subscribers on YouTube. Of course, and we have nobody. So what do I know? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but see, here's here's how weird the the whole world of online video is. So you have a channel like that that has however many millions of subscribers. You have a channel, actually you have many channels, where it's like, it's just a table, it's like ju just a, a surface, a blank mm. surface, nothing else in, in, the, in the, the frame. <laughs> and then they dump all these old, like, chicken, you know, like the chicken egg gumball machine. Uh, well, those are for the little kids. No, I know, but it's like, okay, here's a surface filled with plastic chicken eggs. And there's this stock music in the background, and it's just hands opening up the chicken eggs and showing the cheap little spider ring inside. These yeah. things get like 50 million views, 50 million subscribers. Because it's just, they're just putting them on for the little infants to look at them so they don't scream and yell. I know, but this is the weird world of online video. It's I, so I weird. understand. I just you don't, I don't know count what's those. gonna. No, but I'm saying you don't know what's gonna like. Oh, I could have thought of like just opening up chicken eggs, and I would have had 50 million subscribers. But but I, I didn't. Know. So no. <laughs> well, we would have looked at that and be like, "What's the point?" There's no point. I, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Oh, um, and so sorry. So speaking another segue here. Speaking of the Rolling Stones. Um, I think this is actually very cool. Um, so the Rolling Stones are going to put out some kind of an album later this year. And it's old material, which is amazing to think that they still have old, old material that they recorded and never used. But uh, they have a bunch of songs from the Goat's Head Soup album, which was back in 1973. Um, which I believe they recorded in, like, Jamaica or something like that. Basically... <laughs> the way Keith Richards tells the story, they had to record in one of the islands because it was like the last place on earth that uh, they would still allow him to be. What? <laughs> because he had so many drug charges everywhere. Oh my God. They wouldn't let him in. They wouldn't let him in any country. <laughs> Is that true? That's what he said. <laughs> But anyway, so uh, there's a bunch of songs actually in the album that Jimmy Page played on with them. Um, that's, you know, pretty cool. And one of them, they actually already put out the song in a, in a, in a music. The music video is really stupid, but the song is actually very good. It's, uh, it's called Crisscross and not the one you think. <laughs> Sailing. No. That's no. <laughs> Not him, Christopher Cross. I I was talking about crisscross. No, I know. Jump, jump, yeah, jump, jump. Crisscross to make you jump, jump. Oh, I man. missed the bus. <laughs> they had another song. I missed the school bus or something like that. They only had one song. 
uh, it's a very good song. Crisscross, Rolling Stones will be on that new album. Does Criss Cross make an appearance on Criss uh, No, because uh, one of them are dead, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And I, I think it was, was it Christopher Cross? Was it one, of the, one of the most easy listening guys got COVID-19 really bad. Oh. It may have been him. Anyway. All right, I have... Celebrity a, deaths? A, uh, we'll get to that in a second, but I have a quick TV review. Oh, boy. So, last episode, you were talking about SpaceX and the rockets and the moon and everything. Ursh. So, there was a show, there is a show, on Netflix that just came out called Space Force. Ah, the Steve Carell. Steve Carell... John Malkovich. Malkovich. Uh, actually, Fred Willard was on it. Uh, it's it's one so far. It's one season, ten episodes. No, Fred Willard won't be on it anymore. No, but he was Steve Carell's father. I mean, yeah, it was a little part, but still. Uh, and they're in the process of writing the second season, so they're supposedly is a second season coming at some point, maybe next year, I don't know. But for right now, it's one season, ten episodes. And it's a dark comedy. It's very good, actually. I, I we, we found it very good. And it's quick. You know, it goes by quick. Wait, is it better, is it better than the Hugh Laurie uh, space comedy? That's on what? HBO? Well, I don't know. That, that I told you is... to watch, and of course you never watched. Wait, what is it? Uh, it, it? It's the one that was on after Curb Your Enthusiasm. Don't know. Uh, what? I've talked about it on this show. <laughs> I have no Now I can't think of the <laughs> I have no I memory of, of you ever mentioning that. It's with Josh Gad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jo no, I never saw that one. Avenue 5. No. No, no, no. Oh, it's great. The show is great. So this show, Space Force on Netflix, it's not like a... Um, it's not like a silly, goofy, like, superstore, Arrested Development. Like, it's, it's not like a goofy comedy, but it's very... I, I know this makes no sense. It's not a goofy comedy, but it's still very funny. Um, John Malkovich is very, is very funny in it. Um, Steve Carell, obviously, and like all this, like there's, there's an Asian guy who's one of the scientists and, and, uh, and, and a black woman who's a pilot and it's, it's very funny. 
And you don't know their names? Well, they're they're not actors. They're like racist. I know, no, I they're not big known actors. So no, I don't know their names yeah, off the top. Of my head. Um. So anyway, Steve Carell plays someone in uh, like a military general, some kind of leader in the military. Who well, gets, the space force wasn't that something Trump uh, cooked up? Uh, probably, but he so Steve Carell's character gets put in charge of this new space. It's called space force. So you have the you have the army, the air force, the navy, marines, and space force. Yes, now. I said Trump literally started. <laughs> okay, a space I don't force. know. Okay, and his mission is to set up, um. Set up a habitat on the moon. Yeah. So to live on the moon. Well, other countries are also like they're they're, they're in a, a they're in a space race with India right. and China and Russia and all these other countries. And so uh, I won't spoil it, but things go wrong naturally, and and humor, <laughs> and you know, they have to fix it, and and there's a lot of funny parts. Um, but the end is, it's very dark. That's all I'm going to say. It's very dark. You mean the end of the season? The end of the season is, I, I don't know how they're going to, I don't know what they're going to do for season two, but it's just very dark. I'll leave it at that. Go watch it. There's like 30 minutes each episode, but it's, I thought it was very good. And so it's sort of like, uh, you're the worst. Sort of like a you're the worst uh, uh, season finale, very dark. Well, um, they end up getting into, like I said, a space race. So they end up getting into very um, intense competition with the China, with China's space program. Whatever. I don't want to say too much. <laughs> they both end I don't up. Think I'm I probably won't watch it. I'm not really a Steve Carell fan. They both end up... Both countries' teams end up with successful missions at the same time. But it ends very dark, and I'll leave it at that. Lovely. <laughs> um, Lovely. Also, an, another TV uh. thing... I, I don't know if you got a chance to watch. These are very short YouTube videos, like one minute, two minute videos, 30 second videos. Someone on YouTube, and you know more about this than I do, but someone on YouTube is taking Star Trek The Next Generation bloopers that yeah, were cut yeah. out and reinserting them back into scenes. Right. And it's very, I found, even though I know nothing about Star Trek The Next Generation, I'm watching this. I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> but you tell me. I don't know. You're the Star Trek person. Well, when I when I saw them, I, at first I was like, like, are they doing some kind of like CGI trickery here? This is, this is no. really weird, bizarre. Um, but I guess what surprised me was that they were, you know, obviously they had the bloopers. But what surprised me was that you know this these these bloopers must be on the blu-ray releases I, i'm just shocked that they actually like went through the trouble of like upscaling the the bloopers <laughs> i know 
the official. That surprised me. Yeah, they they captured them in HD, the outtakes. So well, it's not initially. Cool. I mean, no. No, so so remember what they did was this is why, what they did with the next generation, um, they did it with the original series as well, but much more so with the next generation. They took the original uh, masters, which I think in their case was film, um, and they had to, and they so they basically when they what they did was they didn't just take like the 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 final you know version that went to the the broadcast. They I mean they used that. But they basically had to rebuild the entire episode using the original uh, uh, footage, uh, and then you know up and scan all that in, in order to upscale it into the the proper resolution. Um, and then for the special effects, obviously they had to redo them and things like that. Did that on the original series as well. It's very time consuming, very costly, and they've never done it for like Deep Space Nine, but. My guess is because they had the original film stock of the episodes, they had access to bloopers because they had access to, you know, every take. So that, I mean, you think about it, this is a very complicated process where you say, all right, you know, they looked at the original editor's notes to say, okay, this, this reel is from this take on this day and this, and you had to get that. And so I guess when you were getting that stuff, they, when they were looking at it and scanning it, I mean, they pro what they did was they basically they took like a, a, a reel or something or tape or whatever it was and just scanned the whole thing. They didn't scan the individual scene and then they picked it out. So while they were looking at it, they must have been like, okay, here's where the, the scene. Oh, and then here's, you know, Jonathan Frakes, you know, goofing off. Oh, this is funny. We'll, we'll, we'll write that, you know, put that to the side. And then they wound up using it. Right. In the bloopers. <laughs> So someone edited the bloopers back into the scene. So so anyway, yeah. you, you you go to YouTube and then you search for Star Trek intakes, I N T A K E S, and I, I don't know. I just thought it was a little humorous thing that you would like. Yeah. So on TV reviews, uh, I'll do a couple of movie reviews. Um, one of them is an old movie that I watched again. Called The Shining. A movie? Yeah. You know, the Stephen King novel directed by Stanley Kubrick starring Jack Nicholson. Is it about something shiny? No. So The Shining, which came out in 1980, is, you know, it's viewed by a lot of people as this, like, historic, you know, legendary horror film. And I'm a big Kubrick fan. I never liked the movie. Never liked it. Never saw it. So, so the other day I gave it like a full like rewatch where I gave it my full devoted attention, and I gotta be honest, I still don't like it. It's, How did you it's watch like it? All, it was on one of the cable channels, so I DVR'd it. Oh. Um. But you know, I just I saw it, and I'm like, you know, the the scary parts, the gory parts, and all. I guess over the years, I mean, back then they must have been, you know, you know, like probably like had you jumping out of your seat, but they just didn't do it. You know, they, I guess it just didn't age well. And yeah, Nicholson's performance is great. You know, he's a maniac, but I mean, he's done that a million times too. So I don't know. It's just, it still doesn't really age well with me. 
So why is it called The Shining? Well, it has something to do with uh, like ESP and like telepathy. And I don't know, Stephen King decided to that the people who had it referred to it as The Shining. Okay, got it. He's never, he was never happy with the movie either. Um, huh. Anyway. What, well, what's better? What, what's, in your opinion, what's a better, quote, horror movie? Or like, okay, huh? so, so, so you said before. I thought you give me multiple choice? No, 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 no. I'm saying like you, you said before that this is hailed as this legendary classic oh, horror mean, movie. But like in your mind, when I, you hear the phrase legendary classic horror movie, what jumps to your mind? Well, I mean, there's different types of horror, but I mean, you know, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, those, those are classic. I mean, even like uh, like Pet Cemetery still kind of gives me the creeps. <laughs> uh, the Phantasm. You know, all that stuff from the 80s. The Thing? Um, yeah, sure, The Thing. That, that's another one, also from the 80s. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, a lot of those. And look, there's some, you know, like Clockwork Orange, which was a Kubrick movie. Is a That's a maniacal movie, and I but I still love it. Um, it's bizarre. I just never got... <laughs> I actually it is. saw I just that never one. got into... That is, that is a wacky one, and... You know, the other one he did, obviously, Barry Lydon, which I, I never got into. That was f- supposed to be like like the 1700s or something like that. Never never was into it. But, you know, obviously, with, for me, it's 2001, Space Odyssey. It's Full Metal Jacket. Um, the Tom Cruise movie was okay. You know, wait, Eyes Wide what? Shut. Oh, wait, that's horror? No, for Kubrick, I'm saying. Oh, Kubrick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait, Full Metal uh, Jacket. I guess some parts are scary. <laughs> no, I thought you were talking about horror movies. No, so whatever. Uh, and then the other one, the movie came out like a year or so ago, was uh, the Terminator movie, Dark Fate, where they brought back uh, Linda Hamilton, who you met. Yeah. So at I mean, yeah, you did as well. So I mean. You know, people, a lot of people destroyed this movie. They were like, ah, this is horrible. I really liked it. I got to be honest. I'm, I, I, I mean, it's not great because there's been so many damn Terminator movies at this point. <laughs> you know, it's a rehash of Terminator 1, Terminator 2, kind of a combined story. But I thought the action was great. The guy that they play, had playing the main Terminator, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Luna, is a great actor, very nice guy. So wait, is Arnold he, in it? So Arnold plays like an old version of uh, of the the old Terminator, basically. You know, he's got a beard and all. Um, I am the Terminator. You know, but and he has you know saying doofy jokes and stuff like that. And I, I just, it's really good. I, I got to be honest, it's it's really good. And the last Terminator film, the Genesis, that was horrible. Um, Salvation, which starred, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Christian Bale. I thought that was pretty good. The third one was bad, so... Wait, there was a Terminator with Christian Bale? Yeah. The fourth one. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, so, I, I don't know. I mean, people destroyed the movie. It, you know, didn't make any money because... 
you know, everybody ragged on it horribly, but I, th- I thought it was very good. Now, what is this now? Five Terminator movies? Well, more? no, that one was actually the sixth one. And it was also a TV show. Now, who would have thought there would have ended up being six Terminator movies? Yeah. <laughs> It's like Friday the 13th at this point. And this one was actually produced by James Cameron. Oh, okay. Um, So. Let's see, what else is... Oh, Celebrity Deaths. Yep. So, let me pull up... Um... Okay. Celebrity Deaths. Born August 29th, 1939. Died June 22nd, 2020. Director, screenwriter, producer, Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher. I met him once. A very nice guy. Um... Now, he's he's infamous for what? <laughs> well, he's infamous for those bad Batman movies. In Batman the Forever, Batman and Robin, but the I mean the guy did, Yeah, I know. I mean, he made Lost Boys, which is a great movie. Um, Car Wash. Is that a great movie? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he was a writer. No, but directing um, the Incredible Shrinking Woman, DC Cab with Mr. T. <laughs> hey, and, he directed uh, and, that. And Bill Maher. Yeah, <laughs> that piece of garbage. And, uh, and 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 Gary Busey. Yeah. Wait, wasn't was Bill Maher in that or no? Yeah, what am I Bill Maher was. He that. was. Um, Saint Elmo's Fire, Lost Boys, Flatliners. Or, that was a good one. Flatliners. Flatliners. But the Batman Fall, falling down was that the one with Michael Douglas? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wait, where is that? How come that's? Why don't I see that on here? Uh-huh. Uh, he also directed A Time to Kill, which was uh, McConaughey, Samuel Jackson. That was a great movie. Um, yeah, he did a lot of bad ones. What can I tell you? Um, Falling Down, 1993, Michael Douglas. It has that iconic scene where Michael Douglas's character goes into the McDonald's type of place. And he's like, hi, you know, very calm, goes up to the cash register. Hi, I would like to order the pancakes or whatever it was, breakfast. And the cashier goes, oh, I'm sorry, we stopped serving breakfast at 1130 or, or you know, whatever nah. time it was. And he's like, he gets this look on his face like, what? And he looks at his watch and it's 1131. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I mean... You know, it's 11.31, you don't have it. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, it's our policy. It's, he's like, oh, okay. I'm not going to get angry. Okay, I'm not <laughs> going to get angry. Fine. I'll order the Big Mac or, or you know, again, whatever. It was. Okay, sure, coming right up. And then they, they make the Big Mac. They give him the Big Mac and he opens it up. And, of, of course, just like everything we order at a fast food place, it's all squished and lopsided and flat and... Ter- you know, looks terrible. And he opens, he looks at it, and he's like, and then he looks up at the picture on, on the screen, you know, at the, on the menu above it, and he's like, this doesn't look like that. He's like, well, I'm sorry, sir, you, I, I, here's your Big Mac. I mean, he's like, <laughs> and then he just loses it, like, takes out a gun and starts like, I want one that looks like that. And 
And like all the people in the restaurant start screaming, no, 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 I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. I, I just want a hamburger that looks like that one. And I'm, and I'm not explaining it right, but it's just, uh, look it up and on then, YouTube. Yeah, then he it's goes like, on it. Yeah, and the police, or the, the SWAT team is after him and everything. It's, he's, he's having a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was a crazy movie. Who else? Who else died? Who else? Um, <laughs> um, all right, let me pull up the next one here. So we have Denny O'Neill, born May. Th okay, I did that backwards. We have born May third, nineteen thirty nine. Died June eleventh, twenty twenty. American comic book writer and editor, uh, Denny O'Neill, Dennis O'Neill. He is famous, well, one of the things that he's famous for was supposedly inventing the name Optimus Prime. Mm. So what else? Wasn't what else Jim is... Shooter? I thought Jim Shooter invented everything. He was involved, and, and of course, who, we had a guest on the show, Bob Budiansky was yes. involved. It was a group effort, but but Denny O'Neill... Well, he was more known for DC. But yeah, he was at Marvel, he was at DC, but Denny O'Neill, um, you know, because we're Transformer nuts, <laughs> Denny O'Neill, Jim Shooter gave him... The assignment to to do the, uh, the treatment, right? Hasbro came to Marvel. We want to create this whole universe for this toy line, whatever. Jim Shooter's like, "Hey, Denny, I got an assignment for you. Here, make this, build this universe." Supposedly, he worked on it, and it was unsatisfactory. So then it got reassigned to Bob Budiansky, who took a few bits and pieces of Denny's work, and then revamped and, and refleshed out the whole universe and we and now we have what we have today but what else was um i don't know denny o'neill worked on wonder woman and green arrow green lantern and, and all all kinds of stuff would you is he on the same level as stan lee would you say uh, <coughs> uh i mean i'm guessing no but I don't know. I mean, you know, his his work, particularly in the 80s, was, you know, pretty big. I mean, he, he did all that Batman stuff and, like I said, Green Lantern. And he's, he's yeah. very prolific. And into the 90s, 2000s, I mean, the guy wrote a million comic books. You know, I, I don't know if there's an actual figure on it, but he, he may have wrote more comic books than anybody in the history of comics. Perhaps. So, uh, who's next? next? Next one. Born November 10th, 1928. Died July 6th, 2020. In Italy. 91 years old. Ennio Morricone. Enjo. Enjo. Enjo Morricone. Who is that? He was a, a world-famous uh, uh, writer of musical scores uh, for movies. He, um, yeah, oh, gosh. Uh, it, it's, it's almost, I mean, there's a million. I mean, he worked with, uh, primarily worked a lot with, uh, you know, Tarantino, did a lot of his movies. 
Um, but, you know, just going back, uh, if I were to look at the actual list, the list of compositions, let's see here. He did, uh, ooh, did the fascist. Now, these are all, these are not in English. None of these are in English. Uh, well, uh, he did the good, bad. He did the good, bad, and the ugly. That was the big one. Sergio Leone spaghetti western. Uh, Clint Eastwood. It's probably uh, the big one. At least initially. Uh, let's see. He did the Canterbury Tales. Uh, the problem is I'm looking at this guy, the guy's list of the movie he's done, and there's like nine million in Italian, so I'm trying to skip through. So he was a composer. Yeah. But, you know, he did, he did, you know, he did for Italian directors. So he did a bunch of the spaghetti westerns, like I was saying, The Good, Bad, and The Ugly, for instance. He did that for years, and, you know, very late in his life, when he actually he started working, you know, on other movies, he did the score for The Thing, of course, John Carpenter, you know, that that really like dark, you know, uh, the, the Thing, you know, theme song, uh, dun, 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 that kind of thing, and um, yeah, did Red Sonia, did The Untouchables, for Brian De Palma, um, and eventually. You know, he did he did a few uh, uh, Scorsese, uh, Scorsese uh, uh, Tarantino movies, but mostly uh, doing Italian movies. Next one, dead, dead. Next one, born October thirteenth, nineteen sixty-two. So this is a, a bit of a younger one. Died July 12th, 2020, 57 years old, Kelly Preston. Yeah, the wife of uh, John Travolta. But she was an actor. Yeah, yeah. So Kelly Preston, um, she was in a lot of, you know, she did a lot of big hit movies in the 80s. She was in Christine. A car killed her kind of early. Space uh, Camp. Well, yeah, in some of the movies I like, like Space Camp, she was in that. She was funny. She was uh, Arnold's girlfriend in the tw in Twins. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Yeah, well, Jerry. Well, the one for me was uh, the movie where she actually met John Travolta, which was called The Experts, which I've yeah. talked about. It was from 1989, where John Travolta and this other guy, played by Eric Gross, they are, they're like two uh, New York nightclub uh, promoters. They're you know, failed promoters. And they get talked into going to what they thought was Nebraska to open a nightclub. But it really, what it really was was a Soviet um, spy town filled of people who were supposedly going to infiltrate the United States. So it was in Russia. But the problem was, even though this was the 80s, the town was stuck in the 50s. So that was kind of the, the joke there. And then they had to escape. And uh, it's a movie I love. I mean, it's a, you know, Rotten Tomatoes score on the movie is probably negative 10. 
but I love the movie. And uh, yeah, and then she was also in Jack Frost. You know, the first one, the Michael Keaton one, not the, the sadistic horror sequel. That's what I was going to ask. You know what's funny about the experts? So I clicked on on the the article on Wikipedia and I'm seeing the movie poster. And this is such a like serendipity coincidence that I was thinking about this movie that I saw on cable TV many, again, late 80s, early 90s. And I remember it being silly and funny and it was like Russia and yeah. like these two guys, they were American. One guy had curly hair, but I'm like, yeah, oh, I can't was, remember yeah. who it was. Like it was driving me crazy. I couldn't remember what this movie was, but I remembered it vividly. Just no deep. And I click and I'm like, ah, the experts, you solved yeah. my mystery for me. It was great, man. That was, uh, it was, it was, uh, I love the movie. You had, uh, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, um, James Keach shows up, and he's supposed to be some kind of Latvian guy with this hilarious accent. And uh, yeah, it's one of one of my favorite movies. He talks, yeah, he talks like this, you know. But like all of these little bit older movies that. Um you know that they're not really that well known. Maybe something like this, like the experts or whatever. Where would I see? Like, it, I'm sure. Like, I haven't checked, but I'm assuming this isn't on streaming. Like, it's like where do I like all these older movies? You can't even. There's nowhere to see them. Well, I mean, there is though. I mean, a lot of them get stuck on. There's all these like free services now. You know, the Pluto TV and the, hmm. uh, what's some of the other ones. Uh, I forget, but the, there's a bunch of them. So, like, if you have a Roku, right, now you have access to all of these, like, these these free movie and TV platforms. And what are they going to show? They're going to show cheap stuff that's from, you know, ages ago, you know. But that's or the if stuff you, that I love. Right. Or if you only watch, <laughs> let's say you don't have cable at all and you watch over-the-air television, and, you know, there's all these sub-channels that come in uh, over the air. And what do those have? Those have their old TV shows, old movies, you know, that kind of thing. Now, what did she die from? Uh, she had cancer, right? Yeah. yeah. Breast cancer. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, it's very sad. It's very unfortunate. I mean, you know, she was always, she always they, people always say she's a very nice, very nice person. All right, few more, few, few last things. Last thing, well, last thing for me is this Lego NES thing. What the hell is this thing? Well, that's not the. You had two last things. No, that was it. Billy Mitchell. Oh, okay. All right, so Billy Mitchell, the real, real quick. Billy Mitchell, not this idiot Billy Billy Mitchell, the real Billy Mitchell. Was this a fake one? Nah, there's like some. I don't know. There's like some. I, I don't know. There's some guy. I'm, anyway. Um, guy, Billy Mitchell. Oh, by the way. The real before, Billy Mitchell. Before I forget, your good buddy Vincent Offer, you know, the ShamWow guy. Oh. Yeah. He's yeah, still alive. He's doing, he's doing coronavirus mask commercials where you, I guess they're making masks out of the ShamWows. Wow. Hey, it can absorb uh, many yeah. virus particles. <laughs> 
Anyway, so Billy Mitchell, um, he got the Guinness Book of World Records to reinstate his scores. And but yet, you know, most of the 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 competitive gaming community hates him still. So there's nothing much. That's it. I mean, there's nothing much more to say about that. He has a Twitch feed. Billy Mitchell is on Twitch, and uh, many what? times playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's it. Could you imagine what kind well, of he, he doesn't just play nightmare of a life you spent like you're forced to spend the last. 35 years of your life just playing Donkey Kong over and over. As good of a game as it is to play it over and over and over I mean, over listen, he's playing over. it, but at the same time, he's talking. He's having conversations with people. I thought it's actually pretty... I mean, he's a very personable guy. I thought it was, it, it's a decent stream. I mean, most of these people who actually, like, set all the records now, nobody wants to talk to any of these wackos. <laughs> Todd Roger. Well, I mean, Todd Rogers, you know, Todd Rogers, people liked him. You know, Walter Day, all these old, these old, these old timers, people liked them. They had personalities. Could you, ima could you imagine if Twitch get, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, this would never happen. I'm just being silly. But could you imagine if Twitch gets overrun by all these old, like Walter Day and Todd <laughs> Rogers and Billy Mitchell and Captain whatever and Captain, oh, Captain Awesome. Like, all these like all the like from you know from like the King of Kong like Steve Weeby and all these old timers. That would be funny. But anyway, anyway uh, so yeah, so, so, the, so Lego, Lego Go is ahead. making Lego is, <laughs> is making a Nintendo Entertainment. Why is Lego making a Nintendo Entertainment System? What does this have? To I do think with this anything? is cool though. But 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 what? 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 Like what? What is it? So it it's it's, li it's an NES. Like you you put it together, and you put it you know, you make the cartridge. You put the cartridge together, and they give you this little TV, and you put it all together. And and the TV there's a little crank, and you crank the TV, and the it actually scrolls to look like the game. But, but it doesn't play cartridges. No. It's <laughs> Like you're not putting it's together a, circuit boards and chips. It's an old doodad. Wow, that's. But it has like that first, the whole first level. It's pretty cool. It's three hundred dollars, supposedly. Uh, yeah, every Lego set now is astronomical. It's crazy. See, whatever happened? Listen, who am I to to talk? Because Lego obviously is more successful than ever before, and so so who am I to to, to critique? But. When we were young, our parents would go to the store. They come home with a like a Lego set was just a set of random pieces, and you can build whatever you want. Right? Do they even make that anymore? Because I only see Lego sets where it's like, here's the pieces to build this one specific car, this one specific. Well, I mean, they're just blocks. Build. You know, there's different types of blocks. No, I agree that yes, there are sets that you can buy that are just general blocks or general Legos. I mean, my niece has one of them and I'm, I'm there. You know, she has the table with the things on it and I, you know, you build the little houses of whatever you can come up with. It's All right. Well, that's good. But you're right. The problem, but here, here's the problem. The problem is it wasn't enough to just sell the Legos to the little kids like us back in the day. That's, it's not enough. Now you have to sell it to the collectors. 
the collectors. And, so, and, like the, and the collectors have to build it so it's a massive, you know, Star Wars ship and stupid. Right. Um, All right, what else? Last, what else? Wrapping up here. Last thing that I have. Did, did, did you have anything else? No. So last thing is, uh, I don't know if you want to cut this part out, keep it in. It's up to you. I don't care. Is this another social commentary? No, not really, but Kanye West running for uh. president. <laughs> Kanye West running for president. Any thought? I mean, look, hey, it's a free country. Anyone can run for president, but... He's supposed to have some kind of campaign event this week. Or so. The stupid thing is, he's he's too late to get on the ballot in, all, in most of the states. The other states, you got to get 100,000, you know, signatures. Like in Florida, you need 120,000 signatures to get on the ballot. How are you getting them? There's no big events. There's no... You can't go to people's doors and do it with coronavirus. I don't know. But do you but he's think... A tr- he's a Trump fan, so I think it's just some, you know, gimmick to help Trump. Do you think it it'll throw a wrench into things, or it's or it's sabotaging anything, or it's gonna like, sabotage, s- sabotage, <laughs> sabotage? But like seriously though, do do you think that him doing this is messing anything up, or throw or, or like he, he can, throwing not, things off course and like? But he 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 can't get on. The, what I'm saying is, if he can't get on the ballot. What is he going to do? You, he's not on the ballot. But, the, but, why, but then why is he having an event in New Jersey? Because he's a moron. <laughs> I mean, you realize this guy's a complete idiot? I don't know. Look, think about this. In November, where you might have a second wave of the coronavirus, we're still in the first wave. You think about this. Are you going to want... How many people are going to go out of their way to go to a voting booth in the middle of the coronavirus, perhaps a, perhaps a second wave, they're going to go to the vote. They're going to go to the voting booth, which in their neighborhoods, thanks to voter suppression, there's one voting booth for like three hundred thousand people. So every time they have to wait sixteen hours to even to get the vote. So you're going to have these people waiting sixteen hours in a line to vote. They finally get into the voting booth after all this nonsense, and they're going to vote for Kanye West. Seriously? Seriously. Come on. I don't know. I don't, I don't Come on. People voted for Donald Trump. He's a game show host. Well, he, was, he was the head of a major party. I don't Kanye West. Come on. I don't know. I don't, I, at this point, I'm not ruling anything out. Not Unfor- going to happen. Unfortunately. <laughs> not happening. All right. Very good. Until next mm. time. If there is a next time, you never know. If we're still alive. <laughs> At this um, rate, a statue of Christopher Columbus may well have fallen on our heads. Killed us. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs>